again from CheapWineFinder.com with another companion podcast. And um, if you want to actually read the review from CheapWineFinder.com, if you're using um, Apple's new podcast module or have that, um, if you click the button where it says um, where the lyrics normally are, well, it pulls up the review from CheapWineFinder.com. I don't know how they did it. I didn't do it, but it shows up, and, well, there you go. You get to read it. And so this is a companion podcast to a wine that we just put on the CheapWineFinder.com website, which I think we're closing in like 2,000 wine reviews. Uh, yeah, we've been drinking a lot lately. And um, this is one we kind of do every year. Uh, I think about a year ago at this point, uh, we did the exact same wine, different vintage. This is the 2018, and this is a perennial favorite. It is the Lindemann's Bin 65 Chardonnay from Southeast Australia. And one of the reasons I grabbed this wine, and I have an ulterior motive for why I grabbed this wine, which I'll get to in a minute, but it was $2.99. The local uh, Binnies in Chicago, in Chicago is huge. It's, it's throughout the state. I think it even goes into Indiana, maybe into Wisconsin. It's like a Target full of wine or and, and whiskey and beer and everything else you can think about. It's huge, and they they are they are so big they can come in very inexpensive. And if you know what you're looking for, you can probably find the wines wines you want. They have people to help you uh, there. I don't want to be a commercial for them, but two ninety nine for the bin uh, sixty five Chardonnay is insane. Then we're in the two buck Chuck territory, and this is light years away from two buck Chuck, and it's a it's a Chardonnay. Uh, they actually use French oak. I doubt if they use French oak barrels. I think probably staves something. There's other ways, especially in a uh, very cheap wine. Or I shouldn't say. Well, I should say cheap because we're a cheap wine finder. But inexpensive wine, they, they don't always use barrels. Barrels, French oak barrels can cost a thousand dollars, and they don't hold that much wine. And um, when you're making. Two hundred fifty thousand, uh, you know, um, bottles or more. I'm not even sure how much they make of this. This is this is this used at one point. This was the largest selling uh, wine from Australia. So they make a lot of this stuff. It's everywhere. You can find it everywhere. Um, it takes a lot of barrels. I mean, and if they use, they're buying a thousand dollar barrels to put this in. You're not selling it for two ninety nine. Though normally it's more five or six bucks. And even at five or six bucks, the price is crazy good. And what it is, and I'm going to get, I'm going to do the wine real quick. Then I'm going to start pontificating. Uh, what it is is a very normal, regular, tasty Chardonnay that you would normally find for ten, twelve dollars, and it's not ten or twelve dollars. And I'm going to take a sip because sipping wine is the whole reason for this. And um, this year it seems to be a little more lean, a little more. Elegant than normal, and usually it's kind of plump and juicy with a little creaminess on the uh, mid palate. This year, not so much. It's more, it's leaner. It's got more citrus, more melon, you know, a little green apple, you know, pear and stuff. But it still tastes pretty good. It's got a nice body to it, you know. Um, you know, sometimes. If when it gets very inexpensive, the wine doesn't have the body doesn't 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 take hold of your palate or your mouth the way a more expensive wine does. It doesn't, but obviously it should because here it does, and it, it's got good body and it's got flavor. Now flavors, you know, everybody has their own favorites. You've got to pick out your own choice what you like, what you don't like. It's first, you know, you might like this one, you might not like this one, but if you ask somebody what it 
cost, you probably say ten, twelve dollars, and and in this case, it's two ninety nine. It is a really solid everyday picnic wine. You know, if you're going to have a picnic, you're having you know cold fried chicken and some potato salad, and you're you know you want a little wine to pull, and you put in a red cup. This is the perfect wine. It doesn't have pretense, and it tastes good. It's got the acidity to cut through all everything you're eating. It's perfect. It's a food wine, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. Now, here's why I picked it out today, because I was going through my news feed the other day, and one of the topics in one of the news feeds was, are there $10 wines worth drinking? And I was like, oh, man. You know, because I, I know that some editor asked somebody to write something for, you know, they paid them to pay, put 750 words on this. And then, and that probably wasn't the title, whoever, you know, for clickbait, they put that title on. But what do you mean that is under $10 worth drinking? Of course it is. The world drinks under $10 a bottle wine with their meals. I mean, in, in France, in Italy, in Spain, Croatia, in Romania, Everywhere where people still have a bottle of wine for lunch and a bottle of wine for dinner, they're not paying $45 a bottle of wine. They're having the local white or red, depending on what the cuisine is, and it's a couple of euros, and that's what they're having, and they're not, they're not microwaving their meals. This is farm-to-market stuff where they're going out and they're drinking, or they're making, not they're drinking, they're, they're cooking food, they're, you know, they're cooking for several hours a day, the family sits down, they've opened up the bottle of wine, it's a, for us, it's a four or $5 wine and they're happy to have it. They're proud of it. It's local and it's cheap. And the, the you know, you, you, if you read the magazines and stuff around here in the United States, you think, Oh, to go to a restaurant, you have to have a $75 bottle of wine. Well, obviously you don't because if you factor this in 90% of the time in the world, when people have a meal, they're drinking under $10 wine. That is the reality of it all. And so can you can you find good wine to drink under 10? Yeah. I mean, can you find good wine to drink under 20? Can you find drink good wine to drink under 50? Can you you know can you find good wine to drink under 100? Yeah, are there the wines you don't like under 100? Yeah, you know. There's good and bad wines in every single category. Under $10 a lot of the times, um you're going to get young, fruity, citrus forward white wines with good acidity. Um you know, especially white wines, if you get an inexpensive white wine from another country, it's going to be a little off if you're just drinking it. You know, Americans sometimes drink wine. Oh, am I going to have a beer? Am I going to have a cocktail? I think I'll have a wine. It's a beverage. But when you're having it with a meal, they kind of make it, and it's made to go with a meal, they make it to find its balance when you eat. So sometimes it's even a good idea to have like a plate of cheese when you when you drink a bottle of wine, especially European wine. Because you're going to need a little something just to balance it. Uh, American wines, not so much, but it's still not a bad idea. To, to it's a good reason to you know, get a couple pieces of cheese because just coating your mouth with that is going to let the wine do its work, and that's what you want to do. And so, ten dollar wines, I mean, inexpensive wines. You know that they're not from the fanciest vineyards. They're not this. They're not that. But they're solid wines that everybody drinks. I mean, yeah, there's upscale wines, and there's a reason to have upscale wines. I'm not one of those people who say, you know, upscale wines are a fraud. There's a lot of expensive wines I like. I mean, my favorite Pinot Noir in the world is Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. Uh, Pinot Noir, and I love it. And the when the years where 
it doesn't get too ripe where it's, the t- flavors are almost ghostly. They just flavors just float over your tongue. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sounding like a wine critic now, but you know, those wines are just, Oh, amazing. They're just an amazing experience to drink. When Pinot Noir has a little bit too much body, they're still good, but you know, I like it when they're just ethereal. It's, you can't find those for less than 65 bucks. I understand that. But you can find good wines for inexpensive prices. For under 10 bucks, you can pretty much find anything. I just put a, uh, on the website, I put a uh, Costco Meritage from Napa that was $9.99. That was really good. I put a, um, oh, a Russian River $6.99 Chardonnay from Trader Joe's. That was a single vineyard wine that came from the same vineyard that Schramsberg takes their wines. And Schramsberg is one of the elite sparkling wine uh, companies in the United States. Their sparkling wines are almost as, as costly as champagne and pretty much as good. Under nine, under 10 bucks is easy to find a great wine. It's also easy to find wines you don't like, and it's easy to find wines that aren't the best effort, but it also, if you grab the wrong one and you grab, and it's not what you want, you're not out that much money, but there are also wines out there that are worth looking for, and they should cost that price. And then with like Costco and Trader Joe's and Aldi's and everybody else who does contract wine, those wines, because of the distribution system where they're cutting a lot of the middleman out and where they're, they're paying up front, are wines that are sometimes seven, eight, nine dollars that should be much more than seven, eight, or nine dollars. And it's just lucky for us that if you go there and you buy them, you're getting a bargain. So, are there good wines under ten bucks? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a ton of good wines. That's what I do. We're cheapwinefinder.com. Quit listening to people who don't know that. Uh, man, it makes me upset. Hey, you ruined my day. Well, I'm going to have to drink some more wine. Well, I actually didn't ruin my day, but there you go. I can think of a thousand reasons why you should drink wine under 10 bucks, and I can't think of one why you shouldn't. You know, is it the best wine in the world? Not always, but is it worth drinking? Yeah, most, most of the time. It's very much worth drinking, and it's supposed to be that price. The reason you think it isn't isn't because of reality. It's because people are trying to sell you more expensive wine. And more power to them because they got to live too, you know, and they have good wines. I'm not complaining about the more expensive wines. There are some really good wines. I like those wines. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't drink the inexpensive stuff because there are plenty of wines that you will love and you will like and don't cost a lot of money. And they always say, well, it's a Tuesday night wine, but heck, if it's good, it's a Saturday night wine, wine too. It's a New Year's Eve wine. It's a it's a every day, you know, it's every holiday there ever was wine. If it's good wine, because that's what you want for a celebration, good wine. And sometimes those wines don't cost too much, you know. So there you go. I'm just don't listen to people who tell you that, you know, oh, it's too cheap. I don't think I'll like it. Well, taste it first, then find out. And that's me yelling and screaming. Um, and that's, well, that's, that's, that's about as far as I get yelling and screaming. But anyway, keep it cheap. I got more things coming up. I got some, yeah, we got, we got some more Halloween wines coming up. And we've got, uh, I think I got a Pinot Noir too, but that's coming up in the uh, future. Uh, keep it cheap and I'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye bye. And that's it for me. Mm-hmm.